You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. So I am a big HR nerd. I'm on all these listservs uh-huh. where I get these emails each week with HR and employment law news. Okay. And I saw one this week that caught my eye. And I wanted to see what you thought. So a small business, 35 employees, got hit with an $800,000 wage claim, which is really pretty high for a business of that size. So I'll tell you what the problem was Mm -hmm. and then would love to get your thoughts. So the problem was they were paying their employees based on 80 hours in a pay period. And, you know, I know we see this in the solution center Mm -hmm. and speak to it a lot, but um, then when they... When they got the knock on the door, they also weren't very forthcoming with the labor commissioner. They didn't give them all the records and oh. cooperate as much as they could. So oh, wow. I wanted to see what words of wisdom you had for this situation and see if we could unpack it a little bit. Okay, so um, just for everybody, this is a common mistake. Like this is a, I don't want to call it a rookie mistake because that's not fair, but I guess it is a little bit of a rookie mistake. I'll tell you what kind of mistake it is. It's one of those things that you don't learn until someone teaches it to you. It's just not readily uh, available, the the knowledge around how you're supposed to do this. So they made a very simple mistake. What they did was they considered, because they pay their employees every two weeks, they were like, well, then that must mean that's when overtime applies. Mm -hmm. And further, what they did, which got them in some trouble, I'm sure, is one week an employee, one employee would work 35 hours, and then the next week in the pay period, they'd work 44 hours. Mm-hmm. And so they would say, well, that's not more than 80 because we pay every two weeks. And therefore, we just average the hours and there's no overtime work. And we're good. Yeah. And we're good. When, in fact, there is a pay period and then there's also a um, – what's the official term for it? Work. Um, it's the work week. The work yeah. week, yeah. So you have to establish the work week. Yep. And you know this. And the work week is with – only a few exceptions, and those exceptions are, make it tighter, right? Mm-hmm. California is a notable one where uh, overtime occurs every day. But a work week is seven consecutive 24-hour days. Yep. And so if you pay every two weeks, it doesn't matter. You have to keep resetting the work week within the pay period. Mm-hmm. And this can get even a little more confusing when we say there's, you know, every month isn't exactly two weeks, but we're, we're just not going to go, you know, yeah. down that rabbit hole. So that's the first mistake they made, right? Yeah, Am I right, absolutely. Grace? Yeah. So they had a bunch of people working overtime in this small business. And I mean, we could see it in a medical practice, a dental practice, a medispa, mm-hmm. a car wash. Uh, I, and I mean, I could just list all kind uh, a restaurant. I mean, all kinds of small businesses make this mistake because they don't know it until it's too late. And it can be one of the problems that occur when you do your own payroll. Absolutely. Like you, you go to like... Tech is the solution to this. Yeah, tech is a solution, and even a third-party like payroll company, even the worst of them, are going to get this right. They should at least be telling you about it, and not and not allowing you to average hours across um, pay pay periods, um, or or work weeks. Mm -hmm. All right. So the fine that they got probably said you have to pay these people all this overtime. Yep. And I'm going to um, guess that they were not, well, you said it, they were not as cooperative as they could be. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. When, you're, when you try to um, 
cloud the waters for them or you're not providing the entire record to the Department of Labor wage an hour, when you do any of those things, you're fighting against a tide that you can't win. Yeah. I mean, when they first come in, the more records you give them, the more complete they are, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. And so there are components to these complaints, Grace, as you well know. What we really want well, what we want is for everything to be right and nobody to be in any trouble. So what we really want is for someone to say, hey, you weren't paying these people or we think you might not be paying them or you have an employee who's filed a complaint and we have to investigate on their behalf. Well, good records given to them early on that are complete and make sense are what I refer to as helping them help you. Mm-hmm. So you can help the Department of Labor wage an hour help you by having good, complete records. And that applies to the EEOC and all sorts of Uh, outside Mm -hmm. bodies. So what I mean by help them help you is that the investigators are overworked. There's not nearly enough of them. They're quite busy and they're looking for stupid mistakes and they're looking for things that are substantial. And if you've got your records in order, then their first thought is, there's just nothing here. I mean, they might have made some mistake somewhere, but I'm just not going to investigate to go find that one tiny instance. But the moment you say, well, we, we could get those records for you, but it could take a while. Or here's exactly what you asked for, and we're not giving you anything else until you ask for it. The moment you start to do that, you are not helping them, and they will just come full bore. Yeah. I mean, the tide will rise yeah. against you. And you start to see those fines and the penalties that get applied on yeah. top of the wage claim, which is how you start to see big, scary numbers well, like this. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, because then they make the supposition that you knew that you were doing mm-hmm. it improperly. And that now you're trying to hide what you knew that you weren't supposed to be doing. And the only way that you would have corrected is if you got caught. Yeah. And um, so, again, look at it as what we really want is no fine. Help them help you because you've gotten everything right. The next thing is, is you've gotten something wrong. You've made a mistake and we all make mistakes and, and have them just say, look, you got to correct the mistake. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all the records. We've looked through it. We're convinced that you were acting in good faith. We're not going to penalize you here. Right. We're going to, we're going to, you got to still pay these people all the time. We're going to require, they actually will require you to go back through everything and fix it and, and present it, it to them. Yeah. And then they'll make a decision on it. They may give you a little slap on the hand. Um, and then, um, and, the, and then you move forward, and then there's the third level where you you will use it, the HR term, mm-hmm. you pissed them off, yep. and now they've had to come after you, and it's found that you, you know, as I said before, you might have known that this was going on, you should have known, or you tried not to know, or what, whatever that might, might <laughs> will, look. Willful. Yeah. And then the last thing, Grace, you know what it is, is if you get this kind of complaint, you have to hire a lawyer. Absolutely. First step. First step, yeah. you have to hire a lawyer to represent you. You have to hire not just any lawyer. you got to hire a lawyer who specializes in this area mm-hmm. and actually has adjudicated things with your State Department of Labor Wage and Hour. You, you just have to. Mm-hmm. You, 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 it's something that you, you need representation. And in a lot of states, it's kind of weird how this works, but in a lot of states, an attorney can actually bring the claim on behalf of the employees. They could turn mm-hmm. it into a class action. But they can bring the um, the complaint on behalf of the employees, but yet the state does most of the work for the attorney, and the attorney does keep to keep billing you as right. they represent the employee. So now, I would venture to guess this eight hundred and fifty thousand um, dollar complaint attorneys fees. The attorneys fees, <laughs> I'll bet on both sides, added up to probably more than a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. 
That's a huge. It, it'll be I, a huge chunk. I mean, yeah. but even if they were, let's just let's just be let's just say it was fifty thousand dollars that they added up to on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to pay not only your own attorney fees, but you have to pay the winning side's attorney fees in most instances as yeah. well. So. This was, uh, I feel bad it was, for it. It was a tough one. Nobody has $800,000 they can just no. light on fire, no matter how successful your business is. No. And it's unfortunate to see, we sometimes see these uh, cases where it's big businesses and you, it's yeah. hard to relate to as a small business owner. You think, well, okay, that's not going to happen. I don't have that going on, you know. But this one I thought was very relatable. And the question that I get on this topic from especially new managers and new business owners is, wait, wait, wait a minute. My pay period and my work week don't line up. No, they never, they can't. They never do, right? And so they're sitting there trying to make it work perfectly where, wait, but overtime. So there, and Cedar's system does this. If Mm -hmm. you use our timekeeping, you'll have a running tally of what the overtime is linked to the work week. And that'll roll over into the following pay period. Right. And not into the following work week, people. We sit into the following pay period. So it's two balls. It's It's like a cup game. You're tracking two of them. Um, And that is like a light bulb moment for so many people Mm -hmm. if they've not been doing this before. Mm and it's the simplest thing. Like you said, this is a simple, you know, issue that occurred. Um, but if you don't know that those are two different moving pieces mm-hmm. and how to track them, that's how you would get into this sort of hot water. And then I'll add one more little nugget for everybody. If you're, if you're, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, and, and you're in the kind of uh, medical practice or in the kind of business where you travel, where your team goes out, where you do continuing mm. education, where you work, you know, sometimes this happens a couple times a year on the weekends and stuff. How you establish where that work week begins and ends. Yeah. By the way, you don't get to keep moving that. You can't move that ball <laughs> around. But how you establish it can actually impact how much of that travel ends up in overtime. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very uh, cost effective. I think in a lot of ways we actually pay for ourselves if we help a practice get this right. Yes. We, we really do. I mean, you save a bunch of money if you get this right and you understand the rules around travel and pay and all that, which is a completely different podcast. Yeah. But, but this is interesting. Yeah. I appreciate you bringing this. Uh, I, I, I love talking about wage and hour things. and. Me too. And I think I still remember all the details, you know. All you the still got it. You still, still got it. I still got it. And, uh, well, we'll keep an eye on our listservs. Okay. See what other juicy stories right. come down the line. But this one was fun. Great problem, Grace. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened? Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives. Better workplaces make better lives.